0: Relax, you're quite safe here. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening,
1: and welcome to
2: Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you subscribed and leaving a comment on iTunes. Of course, also a star rating and never missing one single episode. Checking out the archives. Very much appreciate everybody. All right. We're still on the Kiss song. Titles remain the same. Part 17, Day 17 in a row. Have you been listening as uh, the days have been occurring? Uh, let me know. I'd I'd love to hear from you out there. Uh, let's kick off the show here. We're still in the middle of Kiss's Hot in the Shade record from 1989 as the song Choice Inspirations. And uh, a little over halfway through the album, uh, and I know I mentioned I was on the podcast Hot in the Shade roundtable on the last episode, but uh, this song here is the one I picked out as being the true gem of Hot in the Shade and one of the great true gems of the Kiss catalog period a song called King of Hearts uh go back and check out that song if you haven't heard it in a long time especially just listen to it on its own because it, it's a great Kiss song it, it really rocks great Paul Stanley song and uh on top of everything else here as far as song title inspirations uh, one of the great songwriters of all time, in my opinion. Uh, this woman is definitely in the top 20 easily for me. I think I have her listed just around uh, around the top 10. And I finally, finally just got to see this woman live in the last few weeks. The great Lucinda Williams. And uh, if you don't know of Lucinda Williams, you definitely need to go check her out. If you have room for a, a, a few obligatory, quote-unquote, country artists in your life she needs to be one of them she is just awesome uh you know and not the cliche not just good for a woman uh but you know if you're good enough to have Johnny Cash and Tom Petty cover your stuff then you know you're awesome this comes off of her second ever record that she put out in 1980 when she was 27 years old an album called Happy Woman Blues and it was the first album that she put out that she wrote every song which is uh not very uh not a very common occurrence in country music even to this day but she wrote every song on this record so kind of her true first album in my opinion Uh, so here you go kicking off the show here today here is the great lucinda williams with king of hearts
3: baby take your heart from your sleep and put it on the line put it right here beside mine I can't seem to read you most of the time don't you know that I Whoever be mine, love is a gamble. I knew it from the start. Whoever's holding the cards, please deal me the King of Hearts. Please deal me the King of Hearts. my door and you ask me for more I lay down beside you I never deny you and if I had lots of silver I'd give some to you And if I had lots of gold I'd make a rich man of you Every time side of mine I can't seem to read you Most of the time Don't you know that I
2: Just uh, timeless stuff there. That was Lucinda Williams kicking off the show here today with King of Hearts. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, We're going to build up here to the rock at this point. And the second song here on the show is going to be a song called Little Caesar. Now, Little Caesar in the Kiss world is the lead vocal debut on a studio album by Eric Carr the second-to-last song on the Hot in the Shade record, and this would wind up being Eric Carr's very last studio record because uh, he very tragically died of cancer a couple of years after the album's release and, uh, you know, after they completed the tour and he got sick almost immediately afterwards. A Real shame, too. I'm not going to say that Eric's talents were wasted in Kiss because, I mean, he definitely contributed to the band, great drummer, and he was definitely, I, I think, one of the MVPs every time they played live uh but it, it's sad i always hear about songs that he was contributing to the you know albums and and them not getting accepted and later hearing those songs like going yeah those songs definitely could have made a kiss album and you could have cut some other filler off of there i i still say that the song that eric put out on the rockology album somebody's waiting should have definitely been on hot in the shade without a doubt uh and that whole excuse about oh well there was already a ballad on the record well Def Leppard's Hysteria had three ballads on it so there, there's no excuse for that so somebody's waiting could have easily been on there so do a rocker after forever and then follow it up with the second ballad that really probably could have put the album over the top but that's just me so back to the song title Little Caesar uh for this entrant uh we're gonna go back to a band that I played a few episodes ago uh, a band called Blondie now This is definitely not off the best album they ever put out. Probably their worst, actually. Uh, The album The Hunter from 1982. Uh, I used to say, an album so bad it broke the band up. Uh, Maybe they were already... uh, Get ready to break up but who knows i always say that the blondie album to avoid is the one where debbie harry has the uh, absolute worst hair on the cover so definitely judge the album by its cover uh but a few songs on their own uh aren't too bad uh you know i i, I really can't listen to this album top to bottom but i listen to the song again and it's like oh I'll, I'll put this on the specials so here you go this is blondie with little caesar <laughs>
3: Caesar, my friend's called me LC. gentlemen perform my magic for you, then I'll make my plan when I'm gonna feel so low obsession
0: my hand you'll find out
2: There you go, that was Blondie with Little Caesar from their album The Hunter. Uh, also, it's definitely one of the better songs on that record for sure. Uh, I think it's actually included on the Platinum Collection as well, so that's a great collection and uh, definitely some of the better songs from The Hunter, absolutely. Alright, moving on to the next song here. Going all the way back to the new wave of British heavy metal era and a band. I don't know if I've actually ever played this band on the show before, but we're about to write that wrong with the tigers of pantang so yeah a last song on the hot in the shade record uh is a song called boomerang which i actually don't hate this song like a lot of other people in the kiss army hate it uh they call it like their attempt at making a thrash metal song but i think it's just a fun jam so uh we got a couple of songs to play here called boomerangs like i said the first of two is by the tigers of pantang so here you go turn it up 2004 record entitled noises from the cat house that was the tigers of pantang with boomerang hope you enjoyed that out there that's actually the only album to which uh the vocalist richie wicks appears on a tigers of pantang record afterwards he was replaced by uh the guy who is currently their lead vocalist i believe it's pronounced jacopo Mele. yeah, he, yeah. we'll see uh, if i'm completely wrong about that uh, please send me an email i'll correct it on a later episode but i enjoyed that track. that was some good stuff there and uh you know everything i've heard from the different lineups over the years i have enjoyed so uh, a very quality band especially in the heavy metal genre very important band all right going all the way from britain to minnesota Yes, we're going to play something by Kicks. I don't believe I played them on uh, this series of shows before. But since we're finishing up the Hot in the Shade record here, 1989 was definitely a huge year for Kicks, so it's a nice tie-in, I think. A, a little small tie-in, if you will. Uh, they were riding high on the Blow My Fuse record, which was definitely the peak of their commercial success. And, uh, you know, like I said, the big ballad Don't Close Your Eyes on there cold blood i remember being pretty popular on mtv and stuff like that but uh here's a deep cut from the blow my fuse record so here you go this is kicks with boomerang there you go closing off the hot in the shade song titles here that was kicks with boomerang off of their blow my fuse record and another great tie-in to the blow my fuse record uh i think this is awesome Uh, a guy named bob halligan jr uh, definitely known for a lot of his cool songwriting contributions to hard rock and heavy metal he actually uh co-wrote the kickoff song for the hot in the shade record rise to it so there you go And why am I mentioning him? Well, he actually also co-wrote Kix's biggest hit, Don't Close Your Eyes. So there's so much tie-ins to uh, the KISS family tree. And I'm sure there will be more before we finish off this series of specials here. All right, next song here, we're going to take it all the way to the Revenge album and uh couldn't find any really good matches for unholy so we're gonna move to the second song on the album here got a couple of songs to play it called take it off and we're gonna kick off the first of two with one of the great party hosts of all time like literally uh he may be coming to your town uh just to spin records even if he's not playing a show uh the great andrew wk big fan of andrew wk and i just i just like the idea of somebody like him being out there and doing it Uh, we need more people and more rock citizens like andrew wk so here you go of course from his massive massive record called i get wet this is andrew wk with take it off right how can you not be in a good mood when you listen to andrew wk that you put those records on it's like okay i kind of i'm going to the beach i kind of want to go to the beach or at least have a pool party the great andrew wk would take it off there hope you enjoyed that and you probably know what's coming now one of my favorite bands ever the donnas and yes of course i i know take it off easily their most recognized song since it has actually darkened the radio at some point uh, I'm gonna do what we do usually here on Rock Strikes Ten when it's a, a pretty much an obvious song. Gonna play a live version instead, you know. And uh, I wanted to include this because I think it's a pretty cool release. You should definitely check out. This is from their Greatest Hits Volume Sixteen. Obviously a joke title, but it was to celebrate their 16th anniversary and uh, the last thing they ever released actually, even though it's a compilation, but. It came out like in 2009, 2010, something like that, around that time, and still waiting patiently for a new album. I keep hearing rumors that they're recording stuff, but I'm just kind of tapping my toes waiting for it to come out, because that last album, Bitchin', was one of the great rock albums I've ever heard. So please, please put a record out. I'm begging you. I I know you don't owe me anything, but it would just be nice. The rock world needs you, in my opinion. But I saw them multiple times on all of these tours, and just one of the best live bands you're ever gonna see. So, here you go. Here's a little taste of that. This is the Donnas with a live version of Take It Off.
3: I would be so deep in the depths of a disgusting, dirty depression right now if we didn't have a second set. Because this is our last song for you guys right now Is everybody ready to act like it's the last song in their motherfucking lives? This one is called Take It Out
2: Alright, there you go. That was the Donnas with the live version of Take It Off. I believe they recorded that from their Desert Moon live shows, which, sadly, I wish I could have attended, but they were all the F way out there somewhere in the California desert, so I know they put out some DVDs for that, and I I still need to get off my butt and buy those, but there you go. That audio was from The Greatest Hits, Volume 16. Go check it out. There's a lot of fun performances on there, and one of the few bands that has actually gone back and re-recorded some of their older songs and actually, I think, kind of improved them in a lot of ways, so, you know, I I love both versions, but the re-recordings are awesome, and, uh, just very talented musicians. Proof positive, one more thing about them, when I saw them on the the couple of bitchin' shows that I saw, they were doing a cover of Round and Round by Rat, which they wound up doing a a duet recording with Stephen Piercy later on, which is a great track, you gotta go listen to that, it's awesome, but, um, alison the guitar player played the solo to round and round note for note and just nailed it and this is you know a solo that's definitely written for two guitar players to be dueling on but she just nailed both parts something you gotta see for sure so all right moving on here out of the donnas we're moving on to the next song on the revenge album a song called tough love gonna play a band i don't normally play here on rock strikes 10 i'll be honest with you i'm not a huge fan of this band i like a handful of songs uh especially their earlier stuff but there's a few good songs on this record that this comes off of i'm gonna play you something by squeeze this is off of the Babylon and on record and this is tough love All right, there you go that was squeeze with tough love from their seventh studio album called babylon and on and uh, a lot of people may not know this but jules holland who is actually uh, pretty famous now for his british uh, variety show later He uh, was actually a founding member of squeeze and he had left the band by this point but he did actually get a credit for playing keyboards and background vocals on this particular record so there you go fun fact there And now for something completely different, the only thing these two bands have in common is that they both start with the same letter, the letter S. (laughs) Gonna play something here by Sepultura. I might have referenced Sepultura at one point as being the heaviest that we get here on Rock Strikes 10. It kinda boils down to early thrash and uh, about as late as something like Sepultura. Uh, But I I like the band a lot. very very cool heavy records this is off of their roots album and this is sepultura with w- one of my uh, i don't want to say guilty pleasures because uh, like Danko jones says a guilty pleasure is uh, not anything you would actually admit to in public it's something you secretly like so i don't secretly like the song spit by kiss i do like it quite a bit it's it's just a fun song uh, but i digress uh, here's the first of two really awesome songs that i'm going to play here on the show called spit so here you go, kicking it off. This is Sepultura. There that was Sepultura from their 1996 record called Roots. Uh, that record is definitely well known in that genre for uh, being one of the few albums that really had a bunch of different styles on it. Perhaps that track doesn't really give you the idea of it, uh, but the fact that they drew a lot more inspiration from uh, the world Brazilian music, to which uh, you know they come from. They're from Brazil. Uh, there's a lot of hardcore punk elements in there. There's even death metal and what pretty much was becoming new metal at the time. Uh, even having, you know, like Jonathan Davis from Korn guest on the album, but also Mike Patton was on this record. Uh, there's just a mishmash of styles on here. And you can definitely hear the bands that are about to come up uh, post this era. Bands like Slipknot and Head and stuff like that. Uh, Mudvayne. Uh, But they definitely, obviously, drew a lot of inspiration from this record as well. Uh, Love it or hate it, uh, but I think that's a cool record. Uh, Not as good as Chaos AD, in my opinion, but uh, definitely a record to pick up by them as well. I basically just start from the beginning and then uh, get pretty much all the way up to Roots, and you're pretty much going to be fine after that. Alright, the second of two songs called Spit on this particular part and uh another band a great band really underrated and only put out this one record uh thankfully the singer of this band is is still doing solo stuff here and there talking about a band called new york loose and uh brigitte west such a great talented singer and performer and uh she put out an americana record just recently here so completely different from this. It's funny how uh, I know that I've got this great duet of hers uh, doing a song with Jesse Mallon. So kind of uh, her and Jessie, have, uh, I'm, I know they came up together in the same time in New York, and uh, they went from being in like, really heavy bands with a lot of punk influence and metal influence, and now they're both putting out uh, basically Americana records, but still have that rock edge. Uh, so it's interesting the transition that some of these people make, but... You know, I think they're, they're doing it honestly and I definitely support them in whatever they do whatever style they decide to do because they're definitely talented artists uh, but going back to New York Loose that album Year of the Rat is a great record I remember buying this record when it came out and just loving it, and I still love it. And uh, yeah, thankfully, I'm not the only one out there. I know that Michael Butler shares my love of this record, so that that's always good to hear. C- confirmation that I'm not totally wrong in some of these things. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta find at least one other person that likes a record that you like. It's like, am, am I the only one here? I'm sure everybody has records like that. Let me know what yours are. Uh, but until then, check this out. This is the closer on the Year of the Rat record awesome song. Wish I could have seen this live, but uh, here you go. This is Spit by New York Loose. All right, there you go. That was New York Loose with Spit. Great song, great record, Year of the Rat. Go check it out. And it's uh, to your advantage, but kind of also sad in the same way. You can probably find that record in a lot of dollar bins of the world. So keep an eye out for that one for sure. Look for that red spine there. All right, we're going to close off the show here today. Uh, basically, uh, the when I had the cassette of Revenge, this was the end of Side 1, so that's fitting enough. We're going to close off with a song called Domino, and no, we are not playing Van Morrison. Uh, sorry, but you know, kind of like I said with Squeeze earlier, only a handful of songs will get by me with Van Morrison. We're gonna play you something—a uh, song that Sam Phillips actually wrote, uh, the the founder of Sun Records. And the the earliest version I know of this song is by Roy Orbison. But I'm gonna close you off with a really cool cover of it here. This is the Cramps. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that there. Uh, the band that you should uh, have on massive rotation during any of your parties, especially Halloween parties, that was The Cramps with their cover of Domino. That's from 1979 all the way back to their first EP, so I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, big fan of that band, so check out all of their stuff if you haven't already. All right, that's going to do it for part 17 here on the show. Uh, I failed to mention this, at, uh, when I was going to play this song, but there's actually a song out there also called Tough Love. And check this out. I, I couldn't get the song or else I totally would have played it on here because uh, this this soundtrack is like massively out of print and I, I didn't want to buy the full record on iTunes, but this is definitely worth noting. Uh, it's on the Karate Kid soundtrack and it's performed by a woman with just one name and that one name is Shandy. So there you go. Keep an eye out for that one. All right, that's going to do it for this particular part. Until tomorrow, please go to cnjradio.com, home of this show, Rock Strikes 10, home of the flagship, the Wrestling House Show, and also home of the Synaptic featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative. Go listen to his show. It's awesome. Another great rock and roll show out there with a massive, massive amount of variety. And also the latest cnjradio.com podcast called Last Theater on the Left. And uh, schedules permitting. Uh, We only have a couple of episodes out right now, but hopefully we're going to be doing more really soon. All right, hopefully I'm going to see you tomorrow here on Part 18. We're going to finish off the Revenge record and go into the Carnival of Souls record. Until then, have fun.
0: In a we call this mother a bitch.